This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you are listening to episode 20 of the Catholic Foodie. Opa! Greek Fest 2009. Well, we went to Greek Fest in New Orleans uh, Saturday, last Saturday, which is a week from today, and uh, we, we had so much fun. Uh, <laughs> we, we look forward to Greek Fest every year. Uh, it's always on Memorial Day weekend, uh, Friday to Sunday. And uh, we always go on Saturday. Saturday's just the best day for us. And it's, it's, it's just so much fun. I mean, we got, you got great food and uh, great music and uh, wonderful people that you can be with. And uh, Christopher's godfather, who is also a very, very good friend of, uh, of mine and of Char's, uh, he always meets us out there. He's been meeting us out there for years on Saturday. And so we get to hang out with him and just spend the day uh, playing. You know, the kids have there are all these games the kids can play. There's canoeing. Uh, did I mention the food? <laughs> there's great there's great food. Uh, there's also a grocery, and they've got uh, olives and cheeses, and oh, it's just so good. You're gonna you're gonna visit that because I brought my recorder with me, and so I've got a few interviews to share with you. I also have a short sound scene tour. Lots of pictures, which I'm going to post on the blog. Uh, so sit back, relax, enjoy, and pretend that you are Greek for the next uh, 30, 45 minutes. Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. Well, we are uh, basically, this, this whole episode is going to uh, be a series of uh, pre recorded segments. As I mentioned, I brought my recorder. And I, I just, you know, I wanted to, to kind of have you there. I wanted you to, to experience uh, something of, of the Greek fest. Now, I know that hearing it here on this show is not the same as being there. I realize that. But just to give you a taste of what it's like, I mean, this, this is something we look forward to every year. Uh, it's, it's just, it's lots of fun. It is the whole culture thing, really. It's, it's held at the Greek Orthodox Church. Uh, which has a, a lot of uh, green space, a lot of uh, uh, grass. I, I, it's a, like, a lot of land, and it's right there on the bayou. So it's um, it's just it's a wonderful thing. It really is great, and you got to check the pictures out on the blog. Um, and and I hope that you enjoy these recorded segments. When you come to my house and I cook for you. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that might be a problem. What's the problem? I had the best cook in the family, tell you. Oh, I did, didn't I? Twice. Okay, then. <laughs> oh. um, it's just, uh, yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Well, here we are. I'm actually at the uh, the Greek Fest in uh, New Orleans. Uh, this is something that happens every year. It's it's, uh, it's basically a church fair of sorts uh, every year. I don't know if you're in your parish, but I know in my parish we have a parish fair. Uh, a lot of parishes down here have parish fairs. I'm assuming that that's something that happens all over the place. Uh, but of course, I don't know that. So, I mean, if it happens in your area and you know, uh, you, you go to your own parish fair, please let me know. I, I, I'd love to know if that's something that happens all over the place. Anyway, uh, 
this is the Greek Orthodox Church that hosts this, and it's actually a uh, cathedral. Uh, I guess that's the term they use, a cathedral. Um, beautiful structure, actually. It's a, it's a, it's got the, the typical domes that you would see in, in uh, Greek churches or in Eastern churches. Uh, the church itself is gorgeous, full of icons. Uh, matter of fact, as I'm standing right here uh, speaking with you, uh, the, the church itself has uh, icons on the outer doors of angels, and then one in the in the middle of. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can get a good. Of oh, the Last Supper, actually, it's the uh, the Last Supper, and you know what? It's it's, it's actually uh, you may have I don't I can't remember the name of this icon. It's, it's kind of famous. It's the three angels that are together, but it's it's actually representative of the Trinity, uh, and I believe it goes back to uh, the angels that visited Abraham and predicted that uh, Sarah would have uh, a child. Anyway, that's on the outside of the church. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's got a huge bell tower. Uh, they have a Hellenic cultural center uh, right there on the side, which houses uh, a stage, and they perform uh, Greek dances here at the fest as part of uh, part of the celebration. And they also have a kitchen in there, so they're serving uh, wine and, and, and food, and it's really incredible. Matter of fact, uh, you're going to hear a little bit later. I did meet with the uh, uh, I guess the the owner of a vineyard. Uh, and he is the one that's providing the wine for them tonight. The vineyard is actually in Greece, and they import it here in the United States, and uh, they're providing it here for uh, for the for the fest, Greek fest 2009. It's the first year that they that they're here, so uh, very exciting. I had a, a, a real pleasure in, in speaking with him. So you will meet him uh, shortly. Uh, you can probably hear in the background all of the music. Uh, the music is uh, nonstop. So that's that's pretty great. I mean, they got speakers all over the place, uh, tents everywhere, and of course they're selling food, but they also have uh, uh, paintings and CDs and photos from Greece and scented candles, silver jewelry, Greek boutique where they sell purses and uh, I don't know the name of these things but they're almost like little skirts they're not skirts, it's something that goes over your clothing but it's got all these like little dangly things on them um, really cool, my, my, my daughter's actually got one, each of them got one, it's um, maybe I can put a picture of them up there on the website with their uh, uh, with their little dangly things on and uh, They've got candles and lotions and soaps and all kind of things from from Greece. Another w incredible thing is that they're actually um, cooking or rotisserieing. I don't know how to say that. Cooking uh, lamb over an open spit. Uh, it's beautiful, and I did take some video of that and uh, some pictures. So I hope to share those with you as well. Uh, we have souvlaki, gyros, calamari, uh, fried calamari with feta cheese on top, french fries with feta cheese on top. They have uh, grilled lamb, of course, the lamb that is uh, uh, cooked over the open spit. They have that available by the pound. Uh, tons of uh, pastries, the baklava and all these wonderful pastries uh, available, Greek pastries available for purchase. You can buy uh, actually boxes of these pastries to go. 
lots of fun. Right now, I'm looking uh, at the stage, the main stage, where they're performing the Greek music, and there's a, uh, a lot of people out in front of the stage uh, dancing. It's really incredible. They're doing the traditional, I guess, Greek type of dancing where you have the circle that goes around and they're dancing a circle within circle within circle. Uh, I'm terrible at it, but I, I love to do it. <laughs> Lots of fun. They've got uh, canoes. You can go on a canoe ride. Uh, my kids really want to go do that. Uh, they have a. Uh, they're serving a beta beer here. Anyway, this is a, just a, a very short tour of the Greek Fest. Greek Fest 2009 in New Orleans. You can look up more information about the Greek Fest at GreekFestNOLA.com. And while the pretty girls got to go to brownies, I had to go to Greek school. Onikos ehi enakatsiki. Onikos. At Greek school, I learned valuable lessons like if Nick has one goat and Maria has nine, how soon will they marry? Onikos ehi enakatsiki. All right, we, um, Char just pointed something out to me that I had no, I didn't never knew. So let me let me let her tell you what she just discovered. That Holy Trinity here is the oldest Greek Orthodox community in America, and it's 145 years old this year. Which is pretty amazing. I mean, we've been <laughs> we've been coming to the Greek fest for about how long? How many years? Oh. It's a long time, and we uh, we never knew this, huh? Yes. We never knew that. We never knew it was uh, the oldest one here in America. That's pretty. Uh, I mean, that, that's pretty amazing when you think about all the people like across the country who are now. I mean, they've got their own churches, you know. And this is the oldest. What else do you want to say? Anything else you find exciting there? Uh, no. What do you think, Big D? What's that? What do you think? What do I think about your microphone? No, what, what do you think about the Greek Fest? I love the Greek Fest. I've been coming for years. What do you like about it? I, I don't know. This might be my... Uh, 26th, 27th year? I'm not sure. Are you serious? No. <laughs> no. We came before we were married. So yeah. I know it's, it's been like what? 11, 12, 12, 12 13 years. Probably 12 years. I'd say probably in the in the 93, 94 range is probably when I started coming. I love the food. I love the company. I love the... Uh, the fact that it's really the last major festival before festival season's done. Right. And then you enter the long, hot summer, and it's miserable and depressing because there's no festivals to go to. <laughs> and Brian doesn't miss a festival. No, he doesn't. And He's, he doesn't miss a day of any particular festival. That's right. That's right. Festivalaholic. 
Festival season is something that you just have to love in New Orleans. It's a love-hate relationship with this city, so festival season is the love part. It's the love part. Well, you went to Jazz Fest, too. True. How many days you got? All. Do you win every day? All seven. Oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, wow. What was the best part? He hasn't missed a day. Honey, he hasn't missed a day. What was the best part? Um, which one of your kids is your favorite? Uh. <laughs> it's like that. The whole thing, it's the whole experience. You got the food. You got the music, of course. You got uh, the fact that I didn't have to travel very far to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the weather was gorgeous. It was cloudy and windy every day, and we didn't catch rain till the final Sunday. And it was at the the end of the day, just about. So uh, it was a great it was a great jazz fest this year. A lot of uh, amazing artists, both local artists and international artists. Bon Jovi was there. Neil Young, oh, wow. yeah. Joe Cocker. Oh yeah. Um, you got your your local favorites, Dr. John. Alan Toussaint, you got uh, Cowboy Mouth, Better Than Ezra. Oh, man. Dave Matthews Band was in town. I wish I'd been there. Phenomenal lineup. I wish I'd been there. It's awesome. What about uh, the food they have? I mean, we love the food. We like uh, what, Crawfish Monica is one of the things that we normally would have with there. What about the crawfish bread? You ever had the crawfish bread? You know, the crawfish bread was a little disappointing this year because. Uh, they used to sell two sizes, a $6, which was a much larger portion, bigger than your hand, and then a smaller portion for $3. Well, they basically sell the $3 portion now for $5. So there's only one size, one size fits all. And uh, so I was a little disappointed. The, the taste, you know, the, the crawfish bread is still good, but it, I don't think it's a good value. So right, right. I moved down the road a little bit for the uh, what I feel is the best dish in the whole festival, which is... Uh, combination plate of the uh, oyster patty, the crawfish beignets, and the crawfish sack, which has some kind of unidentifiable sauce on it that's just, (laughs) it makes the whole dish the kind of thing that you wish you could buy every day, but you can only get it at the Jazz Fest. So, Patton's, I think they're in Covington, actually. Really? They're in Covington? Covington you know, or Man, uh, Mandeville or, or Madisonville, one of those. They're on the North Shore. But I got a secret for you. I have now the recipe for the crawfish bread. There you go. So we're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to come over and we can do the crawfish bread. Which is basically uh, pretty much just a calzone, I guess. A modified calzone. It's like a pizza folded in two. Pretty much. Um, but the, yeah, if you can get the cheesy sauce and the crawfish tasting just right, ooh yeah, that'd be a good thing to know how to make year-round. You know what else we have is uh, Manuel's hot tamales. You like those? Oh yeah, we got that recipe too. Yeah, that's good stuff. They, the hot tamales at the Jazz Fest, uh, my uncle bought some one day, and he said it was mostly cornmeal and gravy. Yeah. It didn't taste much like a Manuel's hot tamale. Yeah. So. Yeah, Manuel's is good. Well, we're going to have to make some this summer. I got a friend of mine who, uh, he does them all, I mean, I say all the time, but not not all the time. He does them regularly. He's known for his hot tamales, basically, right, among our friends. And uh, we keep talking about getting together to make them, so we'll have to do some tamales this summer. 
Another dish I have to tell you about at the Jazz Fest is Frejons out of Lafayette. Yeah. They have um, three different items at their uh, booth, and all three items are highly recommended. The first, which is my second favorite dish in the whole Jazz Fest, is a quail pheasant on andouille gumbo. Ooh, it's wow. a dark, dark brown, very rich, yeah. rooey kind of gravy, and. Uh, you know, you can't. I can't really pick out which one's the quail and which one's the pheasant, but you can pick out the andouille from far away. <laughs> very tasty. It's a very good dish, and they keep the price the same at only five dollars. It's a very yeah. good deal. And then they also have um, crab meat stuffed mushrooms, and they have crawfish enchiladas. And any one oh, of those wow. that you order, you can't go wrong. That's They're all very tasty and very filling. Yeah, one of each. If you could walk around with a tray. They're hard to carry, all three of them, but if you had a tray, then you'd be all right. Cafeteria style. <laughs> what about here at the Greek Fest? What's your favorite? Well, I'm still learning what you call everything. It's kind of a challenge to remember all the names, yeah. but I like the combo plate. You can't go wrong with that. It's got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's right. And some bread and some salad. Yeah. <laughs> your, your lovely bride might be able to help me out with what to call. Do you remember what's on it? I don't I can pretend like I can pronounce it. Let's see. I'll just tell you what's on it. It's a... Pasticcio? 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 Or pasticcio. I don't know. Pasticcio. I don't know how to pronounce anything Greek. Tiropita? Spanakopita. I know that. Yeah. I think that's the thing that looks like lasagna, right? Tiropita? Is that how you would say it? I don't the know. Greek meatballs with sauce, Greek salad. I'm glad you don't have to pronounce it in order to eat it because it's, it's tastes, it tastes really good. All right, let's see what they got. Uh, they don't say what it is, or they do. Oh, Greek meatballs with sauce, Greek salad with dolma and dinner rolls. You can get a vegetarian plate, which includes Greek salad, dolmades, or dolmades, I guess they'd say. I'm saying it in Spanish, and uh, dinner roll. It's more, well, they're not saying everything. I mean, I guess it's pastizio, pastizio, chiropita, stanacopita. I don't know all that stuff, but it's really good. It's kind of like a, what, a spinach pie and a, some kind of cheese pie. Cheese pie, spinach pie, and uh, the meatballs, and what else? Is there any kind of lamb or gyros meat or anything? anything? No? All right. So, very, very good. And uh, that's about it. We love the fried calamari with fried feta calamari. cheese on it. Fried cheese, uh, feta cheese on top. What did you have earlier? French fries with feta cheese and ketchup? I had <laughs> French fries with feta cheese and ketchup. That's, that's an right. interesting combination. That's, yes, it is very interesting. But it was also very good. I was starving. I hadn't eaten much. You, you looked as if you enjoyed it immensely. I had a gyro and uh, and the French fries with feta cheese and yes, ketchup. Right. All right. All right. Anything else? the Greeks did first? Astronomy, philosophy, and democracy. Bravo, very good. 
Now, give me a word. Any word, and I show you how the root of that word is Greek. Okay? How about arachnophobia? Arachna, that comes from the Greek word for spider, and phobia is a phobia, is mean fear. So fear of spider, there you go. I can't remember what I had. Uh, Dwayne also went spread. to the, uh, the French Quarter Fest, which was just a few weeks ago. We, I talked to uh, uh, David Blossman, uh, the, uh, the, the president of Avita, uh, Vita Brewery about that the other day and uh, I told him I, I lamented the fact that we weren't able to make it this year but here we go Dwayne was able to be there so what, what, tell me about it Dwayne well the thing I love about the French Quarter Fest number one it's uh, it's the fastest growing festival uh, in the south um, it's free which helps out a lot too there's no admission because it's spread out throughout the whole French Quarter and I forget exactly how many stages there are maybe seven or eight different stages, uh, Riverfront, uh, Waldenburg Park, there's a stage in front of the Aquarium of the Americas, stage, uh, a stage in Jackson Square, stage, two stages at the U.S. Mint down by Esplanade and Decatur by the French Market, stages on Royal Street, Bourbon Street, all over the French Quarter. And uh, there's a, a very eclectic mix of uh, music, there's food booths all over the place. Um, Pat O'Brien's is out there selling their world famous hurricanes and oh, yeah. a beat of beer selling their goodies. And, Did they uh, have more than a beat of light there? I uh, don't remember. I brought Crown and Seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I brought my own. Um, enjoy, well, I'm sure enjoy, they did. I'm sure they had yeah, I think they had more than just a beat of light. Yeah. <laughs> Probably had uh, some golden or some uh, amber. I, I kind of doubt that they had Turbo Dog or uh, no, probably not. Giacomo, probably not. Andy Gator, the Herb good Haynes stuff. maybe, because that's got a Possibly. kind of a reputation around here. Possibly, but... Um, uh, good but, music. Oh, the music was excellent. Uh, some of the, the acts that stood out were Big Sam's Funky Nation. He always puts on a great show, a lot of enthusiasm and energy. Uh, Bonorama. Um, there's a, uh, an up-and-coming band in New Orleans called Johnny Sketch and the Dirty Notes. They put on a fantastic show. Wow. Uh, well, let me put it like this. The lead singer plays guitar, and he also plays an electronic oboe. Uh, wow. So that was great. You bought, when, you go, when you bought the baffle ball? No. Man. They play kind of a uh, rock and roll uh, with a little bit of jazz fused into it and um, original music. They might have done one or two cover songs, but they're young and, and full of energy and very talented. I, it's one of my favorite uh, bands that I saw this year at the French Quarter Fest. Um, Radiators always uh, ended up yeah. in, in uh, excellent fashion. Yeah. Um, Paul Sanchez and John Boutte uh -huh. have teamed up the last couple of years at the French Quarter Fest, and they're just some good... Uh, homegrown, bluesy, kind of New Orleans yeah. style, uh, storytelling music. Uh -huh. <laughs> they put on a great show. And uh, Walter Wolfman Washington, I think he's about 108. He's <laughs> still up there playing guitar with the Roadmasters. His voice only gets better, huh? I think so. <laughs> it's always enjoyable. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who else? Uh, 
Bucktown All-Stars always oh, out great. there on Sunday afternoon. They're fun. They're great. They're fun. Real fun band. Lots of energy, huh? Yeah, sing a lot of the old-school Motown-type hits. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, you run into a lot of people that, that, that you uh, only see at the French Quarter Fest or, you know, randomly about town, but something about it, you know, a lot of people show up that don't want to go to Jazz Fest because they say it's too crowded and right, too hot and everything. Right. But this takes place mid-April, so the weather's still just about perfect. Usually have a nice breeze out there on the riverfront, and um, as long as you can deal with the parking situation, yeah, it's always a problem. That's that's the hard part, one of the obstacles to overcome. But after that, it's uh, just a really good time. You can walk around, see a lot of uh, a lot of people have their art on display, uh, handcrafted knickknacks and so forth that are on display and for sale. It's. Uh, a lot of people only go to French Quarter for the French Quarter Fest. Locals yeah. that don't want to deal don't with Don't want to do it. Don't want to go down the there. Uh, they know it's always a good time out at the French Quarter Fest. The weather's usually perfect. And they go to the day. Uh, you can get it all done at once. You can do the sightseeing, listen to the music, get some good food and good drinks, visit with your friends and some family, and then get out of there and yeah. come back next year. <laughs> they have some uh, good restaurants out there, too. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they set like booths or tables up or something outside or how, how do they do that um usually everything is is in a booth it's kind of like a tent you have your counter space and uh just wait in line pick what you want uh one good thing to do is if you're with a group of people somebody will get something from this booth and everybody takes a little sample taste right, right. somebody will get something from the next booth um and i'm trying i can't remember who which restaurant sold it, if it was Antoine's or Two Jacks or one of those. But there was some kind of a, it was, I don't know, I forget what it was called, but it was sort of like a soup that had like artichoke and crab meat and a lot of gravy. I don't know what it was called, but it was excellent. Sounds delicious. That was one of the best dishes. I'm sorry, I can't recall the name of it because that would help out a bit, but it was, it was fantastic. Um... Another thing that's good out there is the black and catfish po' boys. Wow. In Jackson that, Square. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything with oysters in it? Oh, yeah. Is anything it, is oh, it, that's is right. a good bet. Anything with Yeah, have, I remember uh, uh, they used to have a, a black and catfish po' boy at the Chimes in Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. They used to eat that. That was... It was really good, and, and, and it helped, but they had, like, what, 30-something beers on tap or something like that? I mean, that had, was a plus, yeah. They had a lot a lot of beers on tap. Yeah. Around the world, is really nice. So, well, cool. So, festival season is just about over, and we're here at the It's replay. winding up, man. So it's winding up. Having a wonderful time. What are you going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do when festival season's over. I guess it'll be too hot to go outside in a few weeks. I'll just stay inside and uh, keep working on my house. Stay inside and wait till next year's festival season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, there's sort of a a, a, a mini festival season come October. You know, true. you got Voodoo Music Festival coming true, up. True. You got uh, Gumbo Fest in Bridge City. You got the uh, Alligator Festival in yeah. uh, October. Uh, what do you call it? Boutique. Boutique. So yeah, this is the main festival season. But in six more months, when the weather goes from hot back to something you can tolerable, tolerate again tolerable. <laughs> then we have a, a secondary festival season yeah. which is uh, also keeps growing every year Oktoberfest too 
Oktoberfest at the Deutsches different, House. Different different places have they celebrate that? They still do Oktoberfest in Panchatula? Yeah, they have a they have a couple of places that have Oktoberfest celebrate Oktoberfest. Heinerbrau, I think, did this year, this past year. Yeah. I love German beer, but I'm not drinking it at room temperature. No, no. <laughs> you don't want a room temp. <laughs> cold cold is good for me. Cold is nice. Even in October. Well, cool. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Expert. Fester. Oh, yeah. That's right. You should write a book. Okay, Mr. Portocollis. How about the word kimono? Uh -huh. Kimono. Kimono, kimono, kimono. <laughs> of course. Kimono is come from the Greek word kimona, is mean winter. So, what do you wear in the winter time to stay warm? A robe. You see, robe, kimono, there you go. Well, uh, some of these quotes here that you hear, I'm using as bumpers. Uh, they come from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. If you haven't seen that movie, you may want to. It's, uh, it's really funny. And uh, matter of fact, the first time that Char and I saw that, uh, we, we, we just couldn't stop laughing, first of all. Secondly, it was so much like her, her family. You know, we, we could really relate to it. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, I want to share an interview with you uh, you know, every year at the Greek Fest, they, they do have, they, they supply or provide, uh, serve Greek wine. And in the past, I mean, it's been, I can remember almost every year, it's like a different label uh, that's, that they have. And of course, they'll have some red, some white. And I think last year they had, I think, four different choices, two reds, two whites. Um, I believe that's right. Or maybe three reds, one white. I can't, I can't remember exactly. But that was last year. And I think for a couple of years in a row, they had the, the same bottles, right, the same labels there. Uh, but this year was different. Uh, every, every year I, I go in and I take pictures inside. I, I take pictures of the food. I take pictures of the wine. And I wanted to get uh, the wine labels. I wanted to get some good pictures. And I went in, and, and one of the, the ladies who was uh, serving the wine uh, saw me approach the table. She says, you know, can I help you? And I said, I just want to get a picture of the, of the labels. And uh, she says, well, would you like to meet the, the owner of the vineyard? <laughs> I said, what? Uh, sure, that'd be great, you know. So she introduced me to Anastasi, and uh, the, the, the label, the, the vineyard, it's Anastasi Estates. That, that's the, uh, the label of the wine. And he's the owner of uh, the vineyard in, in Greece. And here he was in, um, in New Orleans, Louisiana, at a Greek fest, a Greek festival. So I thought that was really peculiar, you know, why, you know, I didn't know his story, so I asked if he would mind if I spent a few minutes uh, asking him some questions, and he was uh, very happy to, uh, to do so. So let's see what Anastasi had to say. Well, we're here with Anastasi Janopoulos. That's right. And... Uh, 
What is your role here? <laughs> well, I came from uh, from Greece uh, few, many years ago, but I live in Boston now. And what we do is we import and produce wine from Greece, and uh, we uh, import it to the United States. We're part owners and vineyards in uh, southern Greece and the uh, winery, and uh, we started about 10 years ago. And we came down to New Orleans for the Greek Fest in uh, 09. It's our first time here. Is that like a, is there some kind of connection there? I mean, how did you get down here? No, it was uh, through uh, networks in the business that uh, uh, led us down here, but. Uh, it was a perfect fit with having products from Kalamata, the Anastasia Wines, and this being a, a Greek festival that I want to support and, and show the culture from Greece. So it was a, it was a perfect fit to have us here. And it was about a year's worth of work in progress when wow. uh, we, we were down here. Yeah. yeah. And what, what did you bring with you down here? Uh, well, they, what they did is they uh, purchased all the wine that they were going to use for the event. And uh, me and a couple of people from my staff came down just to represent and assist the festival staff with uh, with everything down here. So. Yeah. And what kind of uh, wines? Well, yeah. What we focused on was the uh, dry white and dry red from Anastasi. The reason we did that is because they have uh, Greek grapes in them. So, for example, the dry white has a grape called Filetti, which is a little fruity, Rolitis, which is like, like a Pinot Grigio, and then it's blended with Chardonnay. And the red is a blend of Cabernet and a grape called Ayurgitigo, which is translated to St. George. And that's, uh, I found, to be pretty uh, good in the market because people are interested to try something different. And we're trying to bridge that gap between different and foreign, where people sometimes are a little wary of something foreign, but want to try something different. So the right. fact that it has a Western varietal grape in there, you know, people uh, are more willing to try it and then intrigued by having uh, a Greek indigenous grape. Right. And the name of the, the, the label is actually your name. It's actually my name. Yeah. It's actually my first name. It wasn't because I have a big head. It was just uh, it was uh, easy to pronounce. So right. uh, you know, a lot of the problem with some of the Greek wines was that they were very hard to pronounce. So even if somebody, a consumer that was not Greek, saw them and liked them, it'd be pretty hard for them to remember them without right. writing them down. Whereas something like Anastasi, it's it's universal. It's a it's a popular Greek name, but it's also a very popular Italian last name. It's a Russian name. It's all over the world. So. Uh, it's uh, a little bit easier to pronounce. <laughs> and, and the wine is actually produced in Greece? It's actually in Greece, yeah, Kalamata, southern Greece, where the Kalamata olives come from. People uh, know about the olives, so that's the region that it comes from. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, we, like I said, we've been doing it for almost 10 years. It's a growing uh, um, uh, process, but it's including of all things like this, which is fun, doing festivals and things like that so it's a, t it's, it's a tough job but somebody's got to do it right right, right yeah <laughs> if some of the listeners wanted to find this wine where could they is there somewhere they can go on the internet or yeah right now what we're doing is we're developing a distribution network so if they want uh, they can email us directly at akgwines.com www.akgwines.com um, and uh, we can uh, through email uh, correspond and get back information of where they can find them and any information on us and uh, things like that. So Fantastic. All right, Jeff. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> you. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it also, All right. Thank you. So, you're going to be baptized tomorrow, huh? Yeah. It's your lucky day to be baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. Nikki going to be your godmother. You know, the word baptism comes from the Greek word vaptisia. That's where we dip the baby in a beautiful little silver basin. 
Χρύεται ο δούλος του Θεού Ιωάννης στο όνομα του Πατρός και του Ιού και του Αγίου Πνεύματος. Αμήν. Well, this episode would not be complete if I didn't have at least one of my children kind of recap the Greek fest or give me their perspective uh, on that, uh, on the festival. And uh, I, 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 I kind of cornered Christopher and uh, asked him, you know, what do you, what do you think? What was the, uh, the best part? You know, what did you like the most? And I just talked to him yesterday. So uh, we've had almost a week for him to uh, digest <laughs> our experience of the Greek fest. And, uh, he, you know, he's a funny kid. He is so funny. And uh, this is what he had to say. Well, Christopher, tell me about Greek Fest. Well, Greek Fest is very fun. I mean, there's lots of games. You climb, you can climb Mount Olympus. You can do the Hercules Hammer. Um, there's also a lot of activities. But what I like best about the Greek Fest is the food. <laughs> My favorite food there is the calamari. Fried calamari. Fried calamari. What they put on top? What they put on top, they put feta cheese on top. Feta cheese. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So, and you managed to have quite a bit of calamari, I, had, I got you? three bowls. One of them was free, um, and two of them, um, this lady, she, um, she had three sons, and they didn't like, um, and she got them each a calamari, and they didn't like calamari, and they, they just ran off, and then... I um I started telling mom asking mom when I was go- when she was going to come buy us some calamari. She said, "Wait!" And then the lady heard us. She said, "Oh, you like calamari? Here, take take the um take the calamari. My boys didn't eat. They don't like calamari." And so I got one full of um full of the. Parts that are like um, kind of like a tube, mm-hmm. and the ones that are that are really like the um, tentacle, the actual uh, squid yeah. tentacles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. So you got two really for free, huh? Two? No, all three of them were for oh, free. Oh, you got three of them for free? Do you know yeah. how much they cost normally? Um, yes, about five dollars. Five dollars was seven. It was seven dollars, seven dollars, seven dollars. So yes. you got twenty-one dollars worth of calamari for free. For free. That's just because you're so cute, and everybody thinks. Uh, no, one of them was because um, the one where I got the two for free. That was that lady, huh? That was because that lady, um, that lady sons didn't like calamari. The one that I other the other one was because I got the last calamari. Oh, that's had. right. End of the yeah. night, huh? Yep, at night I got the last got the one. The last one. Yeah, that's all they gave it to me for free. It was the last one, and besides, I had a bet on the Hercules hammer, and this guy got le- less than eight at first. Then he, um, then there's one third percent chance he has to give me a free calamari. Wow. Um, then the second time I got below seven, he had I had two percent chance of getting of getting a calamari. And if he got below six the third time, then he had to give me a free calamari. Wow. Now, what happened was he ended up cheating on me. He didn't give me anything. Mm. The other thing was I would have given him $30, and I'm like, my gosh, I just did this so I can get a free calamari. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I knew he would get it less because the highest he ever got was nine, and there there was a big time percent chance he wouldn't get it again. 
So, well, what what is this Hercules hammer? Hercules hammer. Well, if you have, if you know about the hammers with the a bell at the top, and like you have a to, sledgehammer thing. Yeah, or? sledgehammer thing. It's like it's a sledgehammer. There's three. One of them is a kitty one. I call it a mortal one. Um, one of them is a mere mortal. Now that one, um, that one is a white one, about as tall as the um, Hercules one, and the last one is Hercules only. Wow. The Hercules only one's yellow. The kitty one is shaped like a giraffe, and the mere mortal is white. Wow. Now they only had the Hercules only one there because um. The kitty one got broken by the guy who, um, the year before, on Sunday, it got broken by the guy who I bet a free calamari for. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he broke it. And the other one, there's this big strong guy, he comes up, does it, and he breaks the bell off the top, it goes and knocks and goes through the side of the building. Mm. And he and he broke it. He That's bro- amazing. The yeah, it was going so fast, <laughs> it almost burnt the wood. It just about burnt the wood. There was, like... Set a lot. It was mostly like black by the time. Oh, he they, must have been superhuman. Yeah, he was probably more. He was probably able to do the Hercules only one. Well, let me ask you this: besides the calamari, what other kind of food do they have that you like? Well, they have baklavas. Mm-hmm. Baklava. Um, they also have the pastries. They have the. Um, let's see. What else is there? Oh yeah. They have the olives. Oh, yeah. Olives. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorites. Um, And there's also... Hmm. Let's see. There's grape um, grape leaves. Mm -hmm. They also have... um, They make good bread. They make good bread. Mm -hmm. Um, And... What else is there? Um, oh yeah, the meatballs, the meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah, yeah. What about the souvlaki? We didn't have that this year. I don't souvlaki? Think. I don't, I don't think, think we had it. What about the gyros? We call it. Oh, the gyros, gyros, Dad. You wanted me to get a free gyro sandwich. Yeah, for you. I figured if you were getting all this other stuff for free, you might as well go get a gyros, huh? Yeah, they had one more, and Dad, the people only spoke Greek. Oh wow. There's people only spoke Greek or Lebanese. I don't know which one. But probably Greek. only only one of them spoke English, mm-hmm. and he was he um he wasn't close to me. He was um what well, he was, but um eventually just didn't work out. He huh? didn't even understand me. He didn't even understand what I was saying. Now, did you have one of those sandwiches? Did you have one euro mm-hmm. sandwich? No, I didn't have a euro sandwich. But at all, not at all. Now you let you let me have a few bites of yours. I had two of them. You got two. no. You got three. No, I had two. No, you you brought one home. Yeah, I had one yeah. there, and then I had I had one. No, that I you home. had two there, no. and you brought one home. Dad, no. I know you. You <laughs> ate euros. No, you I just euros. had two. No, I had Dad. the second one. I I ate a little bit there, and then I brought half of it home. Dad, so I only had two. <laughs> but I, I love the desserts, huh? The desserts oh, were yeah, good. The Did you go dancing? Oh, yes, I went dancing. There was this old man named Bill, I found out. His name was Bill, and he had, like, he had lights on him, like, um, they were red and blue and clear light, um, and white lights. Um, some of them, the white ones were only on, 
Um, he had glasses that um, had lights on them. There were two pairs. He wore the white one, and he had a red one. He he kept on his um on his belt. Mm. And the other ones were all over his body. And I have these like blue things. I have one of them. It has blue light, Dad. You know that the thing you press yeah, the button. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, he had he had um one on each of his fingers. And he was dancing. And he was dancing. Yeah, he's about. I wow. I don't at, know how old he at was. At night, he would kind of glow, huh? Yeah, really. Very he cool. Would. Very cool. Anything else you want to say about Greek Fest? One more thing. What? When I went there this year. My acting teacher was there. Her husband. Oh, yeah, that's right. Herself and her daughter was there. Her daughter named that's right. here. Because she's so Greek, she, huh? Yeah, she's Greek. Well, very cool. Well, thank you for talking to me about the Greek Fest. Yeah, I hope we can go canoeing next year. Yeah, we'll have to try yeah, to do that. Yeah, we didn't do it two years in a row. Yeah, we'll try to do that. Yeah, we'll try to do that. Okay. Well, see ya. During this year of St. Paul, Catholics around the globe have been harnessing the power of new media and social networking sites such as Facebook and Twitter to reach out and evangelize to a worldwide audience. Would you like to learn more about Catholic new media, discover how parishes are reaching out to their flock in new and exciting ways? Attend this year's Catholic New Media Celebration being held in San Antonio, Texas on Saturday, June 27th. Hear from keynote speakers, noted author Patrick Madrid, and Father Dave Dwyer of Sirius XM Radio's Busted Halo Show. Enjoy a concert by Catholic musical artist Sarah Bauer. Network with Catholic new media professionals and consumers at this day-long celebration. Learn more about podcasting, blogging, streaming video, and more. Hosted by the StarQuest Production Network, leaders in Catholic new media, this year's Catholic new media celebration promises to be bigger and better than ever. For details and registration, visit celebration.sqpn.com. Well, there's so much more that I could share with you about the Greek Fest, uh, but we, we just don't have any more time. Uh, I, actually, I have another interview. I, I interviewed a friend of mine who was also there at the Greek Fest. I interviewed him just yesterday at, um, at the farmer's market. And I ran into him over there, and uh, he, he's an avid foodie. And loves wine, and so I figured, hey, let me ask him about the uh, the wine we had at the uh, the Greek Fest. Uh, but it, it's a little too long for this episode, so I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to share it with you another time. Uh, CNMC is coming up. Uh, make sure you check out celebration.sqpn.com, and I certainly hope to see you there. And if you have any feedback, uh, if you would like to uh, tell me about your favorite Greek dish or uh, anything, Anything that you would like to say about uh, Greek food and culture, whether or not they have a, uh, a Greek fest in your part of the country. I know they have them all over, so if they have one uh, close to you, let me know. Uh, you can reach me at 985-635-4974, or you can email me at catholicfoodie at gmail.com. Again, please make sure you check out the blog. I've got photos of the Greek fest up there, and that is catholicfoodie.com. Well, I am so tempted to close out this episode with Zorba's Dance, right, from Zorba the Greek. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but uh, it's Anthony Quinn, I believe, was the star. He played Zorba, and uh, it, it's a very interesting movie. Uh, it's, it's a different kind of movie, but I really enjoyed it. And the music, of course, is, uh, is phenomenal. And Zorba's Dance is uh, my favorite song as, as far as uh, 
Greek music goes, and I would love to close it out. But of course, there are copyright issues at stake here, so I, I won't do that. Instead, I will just say, hey, until next time, bon appetit.